Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm in this world and they made me a monster And if you want to feature on your record it'll cost you Seen so many men turn imposters and go so they sold Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me as always is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling fine. I think it's a weird week. I have like 70 podcasts this week that I'm doing. 70? I'm doing a lot. Although I was, not on the, I was not on the 32 Fans Patreon episode this week. So maybe only yeah. maybe only sixty nine. No pun intended. I did do the sixty ninth episode of Renap. Recorded yep. that. Uh, yeah, that was a wild ride. How was that? How was Rob? Rob was Rob that? was great. You know, Rob has done those episodes before. Um, uh, yeah. Doctor Mike, you don't know him yet. You'll know him. No, he's like imagine like an extremely. I, 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 think, I think skittish Rob is one of my favorite Robs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Rob and I are both not like R rated guys. You know. Uh, yeah. At all, we have like, but especially especially on the podcast, like Rob is an actual brand to worry about. Yeah, yeah, we're we have like PG thirteen sensibilities, like, uh, but uh, Doctor Mike, you'll like imagine like a like a, a horny Jewish urologist from southern from South Florida, and you. I mean, I know people like yeah, that. exactly, that exactly. Yeah, so like you, when you you'll like you'll see some of the people you know in him. He's like exactly what you're expecting, okay. but like put them okay. on a little bit of you know uh, Adderall or something. Yeah. All right. So other than your sixty nine podcasts, what else is going on? Uh, not much. Uh, moving along in some job uh, things I have. Interviews are tough because it's like a full day to go somewhere and then talk to people for a while. It's it's very time consuming to, to schedule. These are all in person? None of them are like electronic? Well, interviews. actually, you know, some places actually because the writing specific jobs places have you do a writing test to make sure that you're like, uh, that you know, that you're not a waste of their time. But because uh, you like that's not they're usually pretty easy. So, but there are a lot. One was time consuming. One was like six hours. They said you have to allot six hours. It only took like two and a half, but six hours is a long time for you. Don't even have a job interview there yet, you know. And you're, they're yeah. asking for six hours. So anyway, um, I don't know. Now, now that I've started doing this, I'm like, okay, if I don't have a job, that's fine. It's nice not having a job. <laughs> well, you got a full time podcasting job now. Now so, I'm podcasting. Yeah. Like I'm doing four this week. Yeah. Um. All right, let's let's start by talking about what everyone's talking about. Let's let's talk about Kobe. Sure. Uh, in terms of surprising deaths of major celebrities, I think it's the most shocking death. Because um, obviously he wasn't sick. Obviously he was just an accident. Uh, Michael yeah. Jackson's death, uh, in terms of like worldwide um, outcry, like uh, mourning, I, is was bigger if you remember it. Yeah, but Michael Jackson was less of a surprise because he had issues. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Sort of that's what I'm saying. Nobody was shocked that he died. Like Kobe, you had no reason to think he was going into sure, for 40 years. Right. Kobe was literally, you know, yeah. younger than probably people thought. He's only 41. Um, yeah, and also Kobe's like post, like Kobe's been, you know, was sort of like a more universally appreciated person after he retired. Yes. Well, he was kind of a punchline the yeah. last couple of years. By the way, similar to Michael Jackson, who was a, I mean, Michael Jackson was a punchline when he died. Um, which is one of the reasons why yeah. it was a little different because he was basically you would not hear a Michael Jackson song on a normal traditional radio station for the final decade of his entire life. Like he was, he was a punchline. He was sort of, uh, yeah, that's not. It, true. it is Michael true. Jackson's music is always on the. No, no, no. In the last ten years, he didn't have any hits. He didn't have any like music come out. He would have been on an eighty station, but hits, not on any. But, yeah. but the point, you know, most uh, most radio stations play like modern music. Like they they wouldn't have just thrown back a thriller. Um, 
and uh, you know this right. Kobe was has sort of been on a you know fifteen year rehabilitation you know image rehabilitation uh, tour. There is an aspect of everyone uh, creating this hagiography of a person after they die, and certainly you do not want to be the person you know going after Kobe on Twitter because the Kobe stands are so yeah. much different than the people who are normally defending bad acting people. And by the way, if you absolutely love Kobe, probably shut off this podcast and listen to something else. I'm not offended. But I but if you but well, Kobe stands to, independent of what happened. Yes. The, Kobe uh, stands like they are so years. it's bizarre yeah. because it's it's They're like crazy. LA people, it's woke people, it's not who would normally be the type of person who would be yeah, defending Yeah, I saw this people person. with like blue waves on their Twitter profile name. Yeah. Yelling at people who like mention his sexual assault case and saying like like go jump off a bridge. Yeah, for it's sure. Like, no, if you mention like, it on like Twitter, yet, so you got of death threats. Self awareness sure. of hypocrisy. Yeah, no, you, you people were so, getting death threats yeah. yesterday on Twitter, and yeah, or I mean, like the the thing that always annoyed me was, and and again, like wh- whatever happened or didn't happen in a Colorado hotel room, like Kobe had obviously really matured as a person in his thirties. He had become like you know he used like he used the the, the slur against uh, like the gay slur once mm-hmm. ag- against uh, a guy on the sideline, and then after that, like really took it seriously and became like a spokesman on LGBT, LGBT issues. And he was like a spokesman on a lot of women's issues. And I know he went to the women's march, and he like you know was a was a leader and fighting for women's basketball so he like he really like took i think like his he like self-reflected in a very serious and mature way and he deserves credit for that but um but the people who like if you remember at the oscars was it last year or two years ago where the whole theme was was time's up uh the whole idea was like you know all these people in hollywood who have you know done these inappropriate things with women like we're not going to gloss over that just because we appreciate their films and the whole night was celebration of me too and time's up and then kobe o'brien uh, Kobe Bryant, I called him O'Brien for some reason. I have no idea what the hell is. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar for that short, and he got a standing ovation from the entire room. Right. Like, there was no, and, and like people were saying, well, everyone in Hollywood's a Lakers fan. Yeah. Well, but everyone in Hollywood is a fan of, of you know, whatever. No, but no, he movie. was like the king of L.A., and therefore every L.A. Yeah. person has to defend him. Uh, it is yeah, also fascinating, the idea that Kobe, be, like, if, God forbid, Shaq had died yesterday instead. It would have been less yeah. less big news than Kobe dying. I mean, it would have been yeah. incredibly big news. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah. it would have been less of a big deal than Kobe dying, without question. And part of it is, you know, well, Kobe is the much more. Identification of the one city really helps. Yes, for sure. Like Kobe was L.A. Absolutely. Sha- Sha- Shaq was a better basketball player overall, but doesn't he doesn't have that affinity with any one fan base because it would be L.A. But LA is definitely more on Kobe's side. True, and even you know beloved former athletes, let's say Charles Barkley. You know he's played in Phoenix, but he doesn't have a city where he played the whole time. And also, the city yeah. has to matter. Like Tim Duncan is beyond beloved in San Antonio, but San, you know, most of the people you follow on Twitter don't live in San Antonio and will blindly follow. You know, yeah. So yeah, uh, where do you you have Kobe as what the ninth best player ever? No, thirteen. Oh, the thirteenth best player ever. <laughs> yeah, and to me. By the way, don't tweet a, a that big today. Drop off after eleven. Don't tweet that today. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I did see from a lot of the uh, Kobe um, people. And by the way, if you don't want to, he- if you're not ready to hear Kobe rankings, I understand. But you know, um, you know, well, there's not much to. Say. But I mean, celebrating his basketball. Career yeah, absolutely. Is, you know, uh, again, you celebrate the whole person, and like a primary part well, of his person, obviously, was his. Basketball one of the career. fascinating things about the Kobe stands is that they all think he's the greatest player of all time. Yeah, he's better. And than he LeBron. propagated. And they, this. they don't say that ironically. They mean unironically, that they mean that. And, and yeah. he fueled the flames because he, you know, famously we talked about this last year. You know, there was like a you know NMJ LeBron debate, and he's like, "It doesn't matter who the yeah. goat is, MJ LeBron, me." He's <laughs> like, "What? Nobody mentioned yeah. you." <laughs> um, yeah. His sixty-point game on on six hundred shots, and yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, but, you but but look, I mean, uh, forgetting about all that, obviously, like the idea of a parent and child. Died, yeah, no, the big, the, the big, the, the right, couple. the biggest tragedy, obviously, here is the children died. Yeah. You know, his daughter. It's just it's it's my. It's unthinkable. Like, parent, I can't yes, even imagine that they died together. The other you couple, by the way, the other player. There was another player on the team, a thirteen-year-old, mm-hmm. and the mom in the helicopter were uh, uh, no relation, obviously, but were named Chester, apparently. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, and um, and then there was the pilot. There's a total of nine people, obviously. The the thing that was enraging to me yesterday was I understand, like in the media, there's a huge rush to be first because then you get credit, and that's you know that's sort of what drives a lot of media. Yeah. But the way that people were speculating, like ABC was openly speculating about the death of children. Before my daughter, was, like so who's, who had never heard of Kobe Bryant before yesterday, but you know probably just gets like the main you know news story of the day alert on her phone or something. 
uh, said like, oh, you heard about the basketball player? And I said, yeah. And she said, um, and maybe actually maybe because she's on a basketball team, maybe they were talking about it in some group chat. And she said, yeah, you heard like all of his daughters were there. And I was like, I already knew like, no, there's no way because first of all, at the time they were saying five people died. So there's no way it was him and his four daughters because where's the pilot? Yeah. And it ended up being nine. But then there was a but... story about Rick Fox, who's actually a client. Like we're working on a deal with him right now. So yeah. that was kind of insane. So I immediately texted my boss. I'm like, is, is Rick Fox I, I, okay? But it's weird because I think that was like totally like a fake rumor that just completely blew out of control. Like, I don't think someone even well, misreported like, it. I think like, it was when, like a, when the Kobe a Reddit story breaks style rumor. At first, you assume that's a fake rumor. Also, I did assume it was know? fake, and I literally, I feel like I have a pretty good, you know, and I'm not just me, but you know, if you're online all day, it's like I saw that, and I'm like, oh, somebody got duped, and then you see like, oh, that person's yeah. verified, but a lot of times people are verified who are clowns, and yeah. so then you go and it's TMZ. It's like, oh shoot, that's almost definitely correct, you know, like ninety five percent. The problem is. Um, there should actually be like a law that you should not be able news organizations should not be able to announce deaths, especially sudden you know sudden deaths, not somebody dying in a hospital. Yeah, family With, without the family knowing because I would say like Harris Whittles, I remember his sister saying on a podcast like we found out they found out from TMZ. Well, w- William Re- Rehnquist, who was you know a Supreme Court justice mm-hmm. and politically you know many people may not have been a fan of his, but his granddaughter went to Penn. And at a con, he died. I think it was uh, Thursday night, Saturday night, whatever it was. The news came out during a concert, and at the concert, um, one of the um, band members said on stage, "Like, hey guys, I have great news. William Rehnquist Oof. is dead." Oh, and, like his granddaughter. I, 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 I now my memory may be incorrect, but I remember reading an article about it in the in the Daily that's Pennsylvania. That's brutal. That his granddaughter had been there and in the concert, and like, I mean, that's like the worst. That's thing in the world. brutal. Yeah. So. Um, I remember actually, and I'm trying to think of like shocking deaths of like of like celebrities. Uh huh. Um, I mean, political figures is obviously. Well, it's just like young Hitchcock celebrities. Hitchcock Rabin's assassination was, you know, a bigger shock to me, obviously. Um, but uh, when Philip Seymour Hoffman died, I remember where I was. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, yeah. But the thing with someone, lo- I, w- I was in public for that one. I was in a I was in a falafel store in Union Square. Uh huh. And I saw my phone and I scream, "Oh shit!" Philip Seymour Hoffman died. And my wife, who doesn't know who Philip Seymour Hoffman is somehow, uh, like turns around and yells at me for like yelling that. And then yeah. a bunch of people in the store turn around. They're like, "What?" Like other people in the store heard me. And yeah, I don't. Thing, no offense, I, Philip Seymour I Hoffman. Just, that's not an appropriate. It, yeah. it just seemed too like surreal, you know. Uh yeah. Um, the Robin Williams was a big one too. Even though he was obviously yeah. much older than Kobe, that was still yeah. a big one. He was sixty, I think. I mean, the the upcoming the twenty twenty Hall of Fame class for basketball was going to be Kobe, Duncan, and KG. It was going to be like you know the triumvirate of like the three best stars of like the you know right. the ninety five to two thousand ten era. era. Yeah. Poshak, oh, yeah, LeBron, before LeBron a little bit yeah. after, but yeah, those three guys from yeah, and um, and now obviously it's going to have a very different tone. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, you have like his. Wife I also, I you know, I mean, it, I, I was excited at this idea. You know, people talk about uh, Bronny making the NBA one day. Yeah, like, look, Kobe was so serious about women's basketball and his daughters, yeah. like Gigi, especially the one who passed away. Like the idea of like of him having female players for sure, uh, like in the WNBA, seemed like a really exciting. A, and maybe his other daughters. Still there's could, a lot but. of really good um, players who have kids, but there aren't a lot of Michael Jordan type players who have you know who like people who are a big fan of them, and then they you know. It's more like the line of the shields types. We're like very good, but yeah. not uh, people you idolize. Just because you know, there's so, there's it's hard to be that good, and you have to you, in basketball. It's a non-starter if you're not you know, a certain height, anyway, for the most part. Yeah, and from all reports, he was just an incredible father. Yeah, Again, he seemed like an amazing dad. I mean, taking yeah, taking your daughter to you know to basketball practice, let alone you know uh, flying her there or whatever. Um, but it's interesting because he was seen as such a bad teammate for most of his career, mm-hmm. and like guys didn't like to play with him. But again, he matured and, and he changed. And by the time he was 30s, you know, you think a bad teammate, bad dad, but he was just an incredible parent from, you know, from at least from what we know. It is interesting. The modern basketball stars are all such good guys, and they don't get any credit. And people just complain yeah. about LeBron, um, you know, being like a social media whore or whatever. Uh, but they're all like they've all you know since Kobe, they've basically all stayed out of trouble. Like the whole era, like Dwayne Wade and um, LeBron and the, all these new guys are really scandal free completely. I mean, has has LeBron made a single mistake in his life other than the other? Uh, no, he's incredible. never really done anything. Yeah, like, like introducing his. I mom think Carmelo once had like a stop snitching like tweet. Yeah, or a picture oh, or something that's not even a big was, deal. Like, Twenty one years old or something. Like yeah, these guys like they're in the spotlight basically from when they're teenagers. Yeah, all right. LeBron and, has been one of like the ten or twenty most famous people in the country for for like fifteen years, and he's never yeah. and he's never messed up. Um, Incredible. So, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't have any other uh, 
really t- do you think they should have canceled the games yesterday i thought it was just bad timing because you couldn't cancel the early games it's i think once people are at the stadium it's not exactly ideal to cancel yeah and i mean here's the issue like if you're some two random teams like they don't necessarily have a connection to kobe bryant like you know if there's players on the team who played with kobe you're friends with kobe you know individual players have to make those individual decisions but i don't think there's a right answer one way or the other mm-hmm. right like brett Favre, that the day his father dies goes and throws 399 yards on monday night football against the raiders and it's like a famous moment like everybody reacts differently some people want to persevere kobe you'd think somebody said this in our patron chat like knowing kobe's personality you'd think that he would have like wanted them to play no you know, Kobe would have been very happy if they canceled the day's game. So, hundred percent, because he. But also, but well, yeah, I well, I, I yeah, I can see an argument either way. Let's put it this way: if 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 Kobe, if like, if Kobe had had a family member pass away, I can see him playing that day. Sure, but I it would have been he yeah. would have viewed it as like a great honor in his memory. Yeah. To yeah. Um. So I, I you know I don't I I'm not on board with that. Uh, but and yeah. I think it ended up being good because I, I I think there were so many tributes to them and the players were so clearly affected even though. You know, frankly, some, like some of the younger guys in the league barely saw him, you know, in his prime. Uh, yeah, but if you're a guard under the age of 35, sure. Kobe is like the best the, like the best guy of your lifetime, right? Yeah, but some of them are too young to really have appreciation. I mean, listen, even four years ago, he was he was putting up, you know. Well, but too young. I mean, like, you know, Michael Jordan retired when we were 15. Or, But if somebody's a couple years younger than us, they still like him. True, true, true. I'm just saying, like, Trey Young was wearing his jersey. I guess, like, in high school, yeah. he was rooting for Kobe. But, you know, the end of Kobe's yeah. career. Um, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I was thinking, um, yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's the biggest celebrity death in a long time. I, I, like, I went to um, the list of the top 20 people on Instagram. Do you want to guess uh, – who are who are the top twenty people on Instagram? Actually, this is a good one. I for have you. no idea. It's gonna be like uh, I don't know a couple. Po- I don't. You know, should like, be able to get this. This is good. It's like who are the? It's basically asking who are the twenty most famous people in the world, except for politicians because they like nobody wants to see pictures of them. LeBron James. He's close, but he's not in the top twenty. Just tell me. Well, athletes. It's it's uh, Neymar, Messi, and Ronaldo are by far the top three. Okay, uh, but so Instagram is, is very international. It's very international. Now, LeBron does really well, but he's not in that. The only man, and, and excuse females, the only man super high up is The Rock, who's like fourth or fifth overall, I think. The Rock is the Rock is a really big deal in like every country. Um, yeah, and then it's mostly like Kardashians and the top tier pop stars like Ariana Grande and people like that, Beyonce. Um National Geographic, weird. The only brand they they're killing Instagram. They have 130 million oh, followers, good for them. Yeah. Um, and Instagram. But I, they must make people follow them because they have by far the most followers. Um, but I notice all 20 of them of the top 20. Not, I would guess like Lady Gaga. I don't know. Uh, you know, you know what's like, weird? Like, she is very, she has like like LeBron level. She's like in the 60s. She's not even the hundreds like the top 20 are. Uh, okay. She really must have fallen off, or maybe she just doesn't have a good social media game. I'm surprised she was Lady Gaga was like the number one. Maybe seven years ago, like she was the number one music person, and now she now she's definitely not. Um, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Selena Gomez, they're they're right, right up there. I think of the twenty eighteen or nineteen have Kobe posts up. That's my point. That like it really affected everyone, including the three soccer stars, one of whom scored a goal and like did Kobe's number as his celebration right after he died. So like you know a yeah. guy like Kobe, especially uh, particularly because he was so big in China. You know, bigger than yeah. any other basketball player. Enormous. He, yeah. is, you know, you could make a case he was, uh, you know, in terms of, like, l- belovedness, like, top five man on the planet. But I was looking at, well, he was, I was looking he was, at Instagram. He was more beloved outside America, I'd say, than inside Sure, America. because also the same thing with uh, Michael Jackson, what we were talking about, like, he, Michael Jackson was doing concerts in London because they're much more likely to, like, okay, whatever, in Europe, they, you know, they don't have such a canceled type attitude that even we had... 10 years ago, where America's like, well, this guy's kind of, you know, you don't really want to be in business with Michael Jackson because you don't know when the shoe is going to drop for the 80th time, uh, you know. But um, so, yeah, I don't think in China they know about or are concerned about, you know, his Denver accusations from 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I just thought it was interesting. Every single person had a take. And it's just like how often the celebrity died. It's like, oh, every single person has to have a take on that. That person, yeah. like you feel but like, he's also again, like Kobe was much like his his fame relative to his NBA career was far greater than like you know like Tim Duncan for example. a zillion times. I don't know if you know, Tim yeah. Duncan even has social media, but yeah, like for players yeah. who were essentially equally good, you know, 
or, or like anybody, like I'm looking at my top 20 and other than Michael Jordan and, you know, who who else was this, like, you know, Kareem and Will Chamberlain, are, well, I guess today especially. Well, it's an argument for why it really matters to be good in L.A. or to be good in New York, but especially L.A. I do think like L.A. nowadays yeah. leads to stuff. Like people say like, well, Brady is bigger in Boston, but like one, Brady's not going to live in Boston the day he retires, which could be next yeah. month. Um, but it's like my dad, for example, who, you know, my, my dad has watched fewer than five NBA games from start to finish in his life. Mm-hmm. And he, um, you know, he sort of said to me, like, oh, is he said, is Kobe like the third best player after Jordan and LeBron? Which he's definitely not, but it, other than a Kobe stand, like, a, like, but there's no rational person who would ever make that argument. But that was the perception. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I started listing guys to my dad, and my dad obviously, like, he had heard of Wilt and Kareem and Why stuff. Why is your dad such a like, non-basketball I said, guy? I said Duncan, and my dad's like, oh, Tim Duncan's better than Kobe? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, most, most basketball why is Why that. is Mr. Chester such a non-basketball guy? Just because when he was um, growing up, there was well, no team? The Minneapolis Lakers yeah. left when he was, you know, like, eight years old or yeah. whatever, so it was before his time, and, and basketball was just not, and then the Timberwolves came, you know, and, and, and weren't relevant for a long time, so... Um, okay, uh, we actually, this was not even the topic at hand. We have uh, other stuff to talk about. So let's seamlessly segue into our main event of this week, which is the 2020 Royal Rumble. Uh, 2020 Royal Rumble. Which, yeah. So I watched it last night. I went over and I had I went over to like a party. I gambled on. Wow. How do you? Well, uh, whose house did you go to? If you could say that on air. Fades. That he doesn't live near you, does he? Yeah, he lives in Burger. Oh, okay, fine. I thought I thought he was like one of these West Hampstead guys or something. No, he's a town. Um, well, he drive. should have been. Why didn't we invite him on this podcast? Um, he's hard to he's hard to get a hold. Of. He asked if I was going to record one last night, but I said no because it's the middle. Why of do you interview. message him and right now and ask him if he wants to come on a podcast? Uh, I mean, he 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 does. He's interested in it, but it's sort of a timing issue. Oh, he's told you he can't. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we should have had him on. No, he told me he wanted to. But but yeah. ask him right now. Say, are you available right now? This second, R- like literally right yeah. now. He's at work. Uh, Just ask him. Uh, the fates people don't know, and that's every single person who doesn't know, was like our main guest, maybe you also, on the original 32 fans. He came on all the time, and he's never been on uh, New 30. He's very funny. He's never been on uh, the New 32. I thought he, wa- I thought he was on. Never. I don't believe he's ever been on. I think we've like scheduled him a few times for stuff like this, and then he's never come on. It was the main guest on the original 32 fans were you, the fades. Uh, Aton? Amir Bednarsh's brother, Aton, right? Amir has, is is in the, you know, I don't know if he's, has he been on this show? He's definitely been, yeah, well, he's been on the, the, the serial tournament stuff. One day the the uh, beer tournament will be released. He's on that. Um, but yeah, his brother, who was probably unaware this podcast exists still. Uh, and um, it was like, you know, Gratian, who's been on this podcast. It's really the same four or five people. Ari Gold has never been on this podcast. We have to have Ari Gold on at some point, the original Chester of this podcast. Yeah, I think we've invited him before, but... Um, Anyway, so we, we watched the Royal Rumble. You are not a wrestling guy at all. Did you watch the whole thing or just the men's Rumble? No, I saw the women's, and then I saw a bunch of other fights, and then I saw the men's. I assume you I, like that's you probably had to like find ways to entertain yourself during this four-plus hour. I event. tried to watch Curb in the middle. Okay, honest. yeah. I mean, it's a lot, even for a wrestling fan. These pay-per-views are interminably long. Yeah. And there's no, like, there's no commercials. It's just like wrestling straight for five it's hours. It's different. It's weird because... On a normal night, when it's like Raw or SmackDown, there's like five matches, and then there's like joking things and skits and behind the sta- you know backstage stuff, and you know people come out and sing a song. Like there's different things going on. For whatever reason, the pay per views are wall to wall wrestling. Like the pay per views are are no entertainment. It's just wrestling, and because they have yeah. like two separate divisions, like the the show on Monday nights and the show on Friday nights are on different channels and literally have different. Rosters, there's a little bit of overlap, but generally, you're, they, you know, if you're on one show, you're not on the other show, and they even have different announcing staffs. They have to, like, they have a double roster, so they, like, they have to get people in on these pay-per-views for bonus and prestige reasons. So they're squeezing in, like, a million people to every one, which is, I guess, yeah. easier when there's a 30-man match and a 30-woman match. Yeah. Now, I heard last year they did a 50-man or something. Like they, in Saudi Arabia, they did a 50-man, correct. Oh, they yeah. go to Saudi Arabia, like, once or twice a year, although I'm not sure they're going to be able to go again. I don't know. Yeah, my issue with wrestling is I have to overcome this this sort of this built-in bias I have against uh-huh. it because I think I mentioned this on the podcast. Like when I was in high school, the people who um, liked it you hated. Yeah, the, but like you went over last school, night, you either had to like sports yeah. or wrestling in the in the dorm I lived in, and you had to hate the other one. And like I understand liking sports and liking wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I understand liking sports and not liking wrestling. I don't understand liking wrestling but not liking sports. Right. Because what does that mean? Like, I love watching, like, men engage yeah. in, like, in, in physically athletic competition, 
but only if it's scripted. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah, there is a lot of people like that. Um, but I, wrestling is so popular that there's not, like, one stereotype of really a wrestling fan nowadays. Yeah. Um, all right, so what are your... Do you have any notes or, or comments from... Oh, I took, yeah, from I took the, notes on the... But other than the Royal Rumble. Yeah, so... I took notes on all 30 people that came out. One okay, but, uh, like, any any of the other, like, mano-a-mano matches before we talk about the Royal Rumbles? Anything or no? I didn't take notes on them, so I forget the Okay, names. that's fine. Like, so there, there, was, there was the Asian woman who blows the green stuff in people's face. Asuka? Yeah, Asuka. Yeah. Um, and she was uh, going up against Becky. So my, I guess my biggest take is, like, it's in 2020, it's still, like, racial stereotypes. Like, if you're Asian, like, your whole shtick on wrestling is going to be that you're Yeah. Asian. I mean, they have a tough time with them. I don't. And, again, I like, when we've done this in the past, I was really following and, and warning while I know a lot of these people, like, I'm familiar with them. I, I'm not following now. But um, I don't know, like, if they have her, if if she's, like, super fluent in English and they just have to, they, like, feel like they have to make her a stereotype. Again, like, the people who own this organization. But I'm not only talking about her. There was, like, Asian-American ones. Who, sure. You know, I think I the think they thing. give everybody a shtick. Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane is her, I think, tag team partner. But yeah. By the way, Alexa Bliss, uh, so yeah. I'm looking at my notes. She's the first one to walk out in the women's Yes. Line. And my immediate comment was, she looks like a porn star. And someone said, oh, she literally was a porn Was she? Star. I didn't even know she was. Yeah, she was, she, she was in porn before she was in wrestling. And one of the, one of the people I was watching with was very uh, aware of her, uh, her, her porn. I'm not even sure list. that's true. I'm, that, he might be wrong. I've never heard that. I mean, multiple people said it. Let's see if it's on her Wikipedia page. I don't think it's true, honestly. Uh, maybe uh, they're mixing her up with somebody else. All right. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm just conveying what was in okay. The, the, anyway, the, the, they probably know better than me. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, well, you, you're getting a furious tweet from Jake Larson right now. If you're wrong, just FYI. Yeah. Okay. Um, we should. All right. So, yeah. so uh, you want to discuss the women's? You want to let's start with the women. No, the women went first. Let's start with the women. The problem with the women's Royal Rumble is because they have. I mean, some of these men have been in the business thirty years. Uh, because the women's business was a lot of pillow fighting until the last decade. The roster is, while you know, very strong. They don't have a ton of ooh. Let's bring back this person from the '90s who was a great wrestler. Yeah. So they they like there was no other other than Charlotte Flair who's famous because of her dad. I yeah, guess. Um, there was no one there who like you know I recognized or ever heard of. Um, also, the, the other there was a few women who were a little bigger, but most of these women were not particularly large. Like most of the male wrestlers are like enormous specimens. I think they have a thing. Listen, and a lot of the women are just like attractive, you know, fit young Vince ha- Vince McMahon clearly has a type and Triple H who's I think signing a lot of these people down at uh he runs yeah. the NXT which is like the minor the n- not even a minor league it's you know it's considered better in terms of wrestling than than WWE. Um yeah, it was very there were certain points during the women's match where it's like there was like six blonde girls all dressed the same and I couldn't tell them apart it's tricky. and then during the men's match there was like four bald uh white guys with like black pants I couldn't tell them apart yeah. sort of the same issue. Yeah, and also they're bringing up, you know, like literally 12, 15 women just from – because they also weren't using all the women. Like if you're in a title match, you're one of the elite women, but they weren't really using you twice. So they're, you know, so they're dipping into well into the 30s of their pool of, of, of women and men. Uh, so, you know, they were going deep into the minors for a lot of these people. So, yeah, any, any, you don't have to go over all 30 women if you think – if you thought they were sort of – Running in, they they you could tell who they're trying to boost up. So this lady Bianca Belair comes out second. Yeah, Bianca Belair was awesome. Yeah, except that that pigtail that's not going to be good. Like obviously it's going to be used against her. Yeah, I do think I do think that's a recipe yeah. for disaster. Uh, you know what yeah. I always wonder um, with the Royal Rumble? Has anybody ever accidentally just fallen off and then like whoops and then we have to like change the oh, script? Oh, we were discussing that in the room. Yeah. So what happens when? Because obviously, like you know, in in, in in any other sport, sometimes you drop a pass or you miss a pitch. Like, obviously, there's going to be people who are going to me- miss up, mess up the storyline. And what happens if you fall out and you weren't supposed to? If you're supposed to be holding on to the wire, or somebody's supposed to catch you? I think you on they the could say if it's not on TV and it's just an accident. I think they could say like, "Oh, you went through the middle rope or something," and just not show the replay. And like, who cares yeah, if there's ten people TV, yelling? Look, I guess that, look, these guys have to improv a little bit. It's all not. Yeah. Now, what happens if the? True. It's only really matters if the winner or like the final two people fall off. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah but it makes me nervous. Yeah, they brought back Mighty Molly, who was like somebody from from back when like we would were in high school, but she's not like a thing anymore. She yeah, she looked like Laurie Metcalf. I there's a, there's a certain type also. Nikki Cross comes out next. But she has short hair, which is a big advantage because her hair can't be pulled. Yeah. Oh yes, you're really into the hair. There was that whole other bit about how Daniel Bryan's hair was literally pulled by that by right. um, the fiend. Yes. Did you like the fiend? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna have nightmares about. Yeah. It. He's like pouring through the bottom of the the cage. It's stuff, funny. The Fiend, so the Fiend's Bray Wyatt, he's sort of had gimmicks and been like an A-minus guy for his whole career who's sort of gotten pushed to A-level but isn't a super 
entertaining in-ring performer. Uh, you know, there's also, they have a thing where it's like um, really tatted up people who like come from sort of a UFC type background. They like those now. Um, Lana comes out fifth. Now, they, this was, I think, supposed to be... Uh, uh, she cheats more than the Astros. <laughs> yes, Lana is Lana's a big cheater. Well, you saw the sign that said that. Um, yeah, there was a sign. She is re- in real life married to uh, Rusev, who's the Bulgarian brute, who has been... Um, uh, you know, a main guy, like, sort of str- straddling between the A-minus level and the B-minus level for many, many years now. And she is married to him in real life. I do not believe they're actually divorced. Again, I'm not following that closely the last few months. Um, she speaks with a Russian accent, even though she went to Florida State and is an American. Um, uh, but uh, and she was one of the, the, the cowboy girls with Jen Sturger, if you remember those back in the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, but they, that was supposed to be because, yeah, her, her, she divorced her, she left her husband and married this other guy, but they were, for, they got cut. They, they did this, WWE did this weird thing with the men where they announced like 27 of the 30, and people were like, well, that's dumb because now we know exactly who's in there and we know there's not going to be any surprises. But then they did like a fake out breakout because those two guys and several other people weren't actually in. With the women, they announced, I think, like five or six people total, which makes more sense. You want it to be a surprise. You want to be like, well, actually, I know that the number 30 and 29 have to be these two people because they haven't announced them yet, and they're too big to be left Well, at out. one point, they announced in the, the somebody said in the room, like when we were getting into the 20s and the men's one, that there were more men who had been reported as definitely participating than there were slots. Yes, left. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is definitely true. They, But they also announced, like, Rusev and Bobby Lashley were not, like, they announced them in, but then they sort of, like, said, oh, they got into a fight in the parking lot beforehand, so they're both not good, which they never really do. Like, usually they would script something and show the fight, so it must have been, like, a literal last-second decision, because they didn't even film, like, a showing them get injured and them unable. Sometimes what they'll do is, like, they'll announce, they'll say someone's there, so they'll, like, have them come out, and halfway down, a, a random third party will beat them up and then take their spot. Um, you know, it's nothing if not predictable. All right, anybody in this middle group that, that really stood out? It was mostly people just being thrown out of the ring by Bianca Belair or Shayna Baszler. Of, of the women you're yeah. saying? Um, I mean, Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Her hair was like matted in blood pretty quick. Yes, she got very bloody. Beth Phoenix was like the only sort of, one of the only super talented. She's a veteran. You could tell Yeah, that. she's, she's a veteran. Uh, she is married to Edge, who, uh, who ends up being the star of the night. Um... Yeah, so Charlotte Flair comes out. Charlotte Flair is like, she is, I, I'm trying to think of a sports equivalent of Charlotte Flair. It's not Robert Ory, because he, he wasn't nearly good enough. It's like somebody who goes to like the championship seven times, but is 7-0 in the title in, in like the championship. She's like, you, who's also she's the like, daughter of like a Hall of She's Famer. maybe like UConn, like, you know, when they're, nah, it's not a great analogy. It's like whenever they're in the final four, they sort of win it. Uh, but yeah, Charlotte Flair is like, she's a big game player. So she wins. She ends up winning. Naomi, do you like Naomi's shtick where she almost gets knocked out but like hops around the She's whole like stadium? Kofi Kingston, She's sorry. like Kobe Kingston, although they did not do a Kobe Kingston spot this time. Yeah. And then similar outfits as well. Um, but but um, Charlotte did the same thing where she hung out outside the ring for a while. Yeah. Um, well, she was hopping. It's obviously the right thing to do. If you're, if you're not in the ring, you can't. Yes, I would say some of these some of these strategies are very questionable. I mean, you should never be in the yes. ring. Like, there's no rule yes, against exactly. that. There's no rule that you have yeah. to be in the ring. It's actually insane. Yeah. You should leave and Shana go. Shayna Baszler, yeah. the last one who came in, by the way, is there a Jewier name than Shayna Baszler? Uh, I would say she's probably not Jewish, actually, in real life. Though. <laughs> she looks like a female Roman Reigns, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, she knocked a bunch. So of Shayna Baszler was, is a is a UFC fighter. She's uh, in. Explain the Santilla Maria, the the guy in drag who came out. Okay, and then oh, by the way, Shayna Baszler, the Baszler has fifteen out? MMA wins, uh, and she's a friend of Ronda Rousey. So she's like their new Ronda Rousey because Ronda Rousey. Oh, was that a woman? Shayna Baszler. No, I'm not talking no, about no, Santina. Santina. I'm no, no, no. I'm talking about Shayna Baszler. Uh, um, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, no, Shayna Baszler is like because Ronda Rousey's gone, and I'm not sure if she's ever coming back. She left to have kids, but I don't think she's pregnant. Um. Anyway, Santina Morello is a guy named Santino who was the comedy portion. You know, there's like a D-level person always who's like the comedy star uh, for the WWE. Like, he's never going to win a title or even get a title match, even the low-level titles. He's just there to make a fool of himself. He's the clown, right? So for many mm-hmm. years, he was the clown. It was just a gimmick. But he also had a secondary, you know, he would dress up as a woman. Back then, it was fine. I think now I was pretty surprised that WWE did it and put her in the put him in the put him in the women's rumble. Okay. Um he's I think he's pretty good friends with cousin Sal, as cousin Sal's talked about him. Um okay. if you remember cousin Sal, like before he was on Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe cousin Sal like maybe wrestled him once on WWE. Cousin Sal was had yeah. like a three week stint on like where he was like uh, a storyline of WWE like bef- right before the Simmons podcast. 
Well, or at the beginning of it. So. Um, so, yeah. So, Santini comes out and is immediately thrown out. Um, well, excuse me. Uh, uh, commits uh, a Royal Rumble suicide, right? Jumps out. Or jumps out. Yeah. I should. I don't know what pronoun to use. But jumps out yeah. uh, himself. self Yes. Uh, and then, yeah. And, uh, Charlotte wins at the end with Shayna Baszler. Uh, yeah. I didn't see a lot. I didn't see a ton of like, oh, this person's going to be a big star, though. I did not see a lot of huge prospects in the Rumble. Well, I don't know who's big, who's already big. Enough. Well, you could that. Well, that, you're a better person to ask then, because it'd be like you could. So that's the, that's the eye test for someone coming in. It's like you could tell with certain people. Oh, they're they're going to be like huge, or maybe they are huge if they're not already. Well, Bianca Belair. Yeah, she be was big, clearly right? getting the big push. The person who gets to throw out six people, that's the person who's getting that year's that push. Shayna Baszler is not even the WWE. She's in NXT. She's like their big. She's their she's their big prospect right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kelly Kelly, her move is she rubs her ass in your face. Well, she is one of she's like the old generation Kelly Kelly. She's she's uh, okay. from the pillow fighting generation. Oh, so I don't okay. know if she has the. She was she was quite attractive, I would yeah. say, but she was way too. Skinny. I'm on her Wikipedia. She's married to Sheldon Saray, if you remember, a long time uh, NHL defenseman, very good player. Okay. Um, she's only 33. Wow, that was. Uh, I thought she was gone a while. I guess they she started very young. All right, so that's the women's Royal Rumble. All right, let's go to the men's and uh, and and the men's. The storyline of the men's is incredibly straightforward. There's is a first half and a second half with one exciting thing towards the end. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. So the, the first half is all about Lesnar and he's you know just setting records, knocking guys out one after. Yeah. Any any uh, notes uh, on particular people that Lesnar's throwing out, which is literally every single person. The first fourteen people. Uh, yeah. So he are all so like him. he was literally like laughing as these guys would come out, right? Like Elias is singing Elias. a song and he comes. Yeah, in, Elias. He, he, Walk Elias with Elias. Elias. That's what WWE stands for. Um, yeah, these next guys, he th- you know, he throws out two, three, four. But not jobbers, by the way. He's throwing out guys who are like stars in a lot of cases, like Kofi Kingston and Big E, or you know. So Kofi Kingston was the first guy that I knew something about. Yeah, Joel John um, Morrison was on. In Bi- John, he threw out he threw out Kingston, Mysterio, and Big E all together. Yes. Yeah. And Mysterio uh, is towards you know he's an old guy who's towards the end of the career, but he's literally won a Royal Rumble. You know he is he he was a really big star. Uh, John Morrison was actually on Survivor and uh, was just referenced on the Renap that has not come out yet. He was on Doctor Mike's season. They're friends. Uh, okay, so so John Morrison was referenced. So we were a little bit behind uh-huh. in the patron chat. Yeah, somebody said John Morrison, what an incredible Survivor, and I thought that was a spoiler. Oh, that he, that that he, he made it from five to thirty. Lesnar? Yeah, he calls yeah, himself. But then he, he calls yeah. himself the George Bushy of Tushy. Yeah. Then, then, af- then af- so anyway, so he throws yeah. out Kingston, Mysterio, and Biggie together, yes. and then after it became a joke. Like Cesaro comes out, he weighs about 150 pounds. I mean, Cesaro weighs like 240. Just compared to Brock, he looks small. Yeah. <laughs> Cesaro's then, like then Cesaro's Benjamin like the strongest guy in WWE. Not much bigger than Cesaro. Yeah. And Brock. They did a nice again. thing. Shelton Benjamin was his teammates. So they made a big deal. I assume they've never really worked. Yeah. Together he falls before. for the dumbest trick in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. He's even smaller. Than Nakamura than won the Royal Rumble. Like he just won. Um, was it last That's year? That's hard to believe, though. He's not a large man. No, but he was really he was really I mean, over. The, the issue with all the like in real life, it would be it would be virtually impossible, no matter how strong you are, uh-huh. to throw somebody to pick somebody up and throw them over the top sure. rope if they were trying to yes. resist. But these guys like jumping, yes, flying. Yeah, I would say everyone's people. strategy is terrible, even the winner. Like everyone's strategy is terrible. Yeah, then eleven yeah. they bring an MVP who is like one of the you know the legend. They usually bring out like two three legends for a quick pop, and then they get he didn't even get a pop MVP. Uh, yeah, a lot of times they have city connections. They're from that city. I don't know if. Uh, MVP is from Houston, but also we do it outside. It is re- WrestleMania is outside just because you need, you know, the seats. You need seventy, eighty thousand, but uh, it yeah. is a little risky to do. Um, he's from uh, Miami, MVP. Um, you, you, you need um, it, like if it rains, then there's no Royal Rumble, right? I mean, I guess the same thing with WrestleMania, but I don't know what the contingency plan is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much it rains in Houston. I guess, I guess they only do it in cities. Imagine if this yeah. had been in L.A. because like L.A. usually gets one of the three or four big pay per views every year. Like they almost because have to cancel. It. Yeah, it's like it, like no one would have cared. It would have been very awkward. Yeah. So then, so after MVP, so then Keith Lee comes out, who's enormous. Yeah. So Keith Lee is the is the Shayna Baszler of the men's side. They're building him to be a big star, but he's yeah. not in WWE but, like, yet. He's they, in NXT. They did the obvious move, which was so predictable that AB Sutton, who was watching with us, actually called it that 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 Keith Lee and and Strowman are going to start fighting because um, Brock looks yeah. like he's temporarily out, and then of course Brock comes from behind and chucks them both out. Of yeah. The, the Royal Rumble, by the way, is not supposed to be unpredictable. Like this is this is like supposed to be understood by six year olds. You know. So yeah. congratulations yeah. to you and AB. Um, yeah. yeah, Braun Strowman, not a small man. Like yeah. he is what then you Ricochet want. Like comes, kicks, yeah. kicks, kicks Lesnar from behind, yeah. which allows Drew McIntyre to kick him over yes. the rope. Um, 
And then, of course, he tosses out Ricochet. So that's like the turning point. Yes, that. and then that's the end of the, literally the end of the first half. And then, are you a fan? Are you more of a high flyers guy like Ricochet or a Braun Strowman? Like, just need the circus clown, like enormous. No, I want to see Braun. No, Braun Strowman. I want to see Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. Like when I think of wrestling, yeah, that's what okay, I think. I think that's fair. Enormous right, because like everything else should be like intercontinental U.S. second level belts, right? Like it's not reasonable, like you're saying, for Nakamura to even have a match yeah. with Brock Lesnar. Well, I foolishly asked at what point last night. I said, like, are there weight classes in wrestling? And then I got well, there are. You asked a good question, and the answer was yes. You should not have been left. There's there's something called cruiserweight, which is all the small guys. There's an Israeli guy, Noam Dar, in there, who, um, although he's technically Scottish. Like, he's a Scottish accent, but he is uh, from Israel. He, um, uh, It's, like, under 205. It was called 205 Live. If you're under 205 pounds... You can be in the division, but you don't, you don't have to be in that division. But it's like a separate, uh, okay. a separate show. You asked a good question, and you la- you were laughed at for no reason. Yeah. Then right after McIntyre, a bunch of like so AJ Styles came out, who I can tell is easily hateable. I'm not sure why, but he is. No, he's him. the most popular guy. Oh, he he's is? the biggest star. I, hates I mean, is he playing a bad guy right now? I'm not even sure, but he's like the biggest star. Oh, I don't know. Wait, can I just I mean, say about we Drew McIntyre? So we were in a pool. Yeah. We were in a pool. Oh, how'd the pool work? How'd the pool we each work? had five numbers, and then if you're number one, you won the whole. Oh, thing. so it wasn't you didn't get players? You got numbers. Okay. Yeah, and and then um and then the person who had AJ Styles' number, who had number eighteen, when he came out, he says, "I'm throwing this card away. If he wins, I don't even want it." Why? Was he a big wrestling fan? I don't know. Yeah, no, he's a big wrestling guy. And then Dolph Ziggler, the same thing. Those guys just seemed annoying to me. Well, Ziggler, Carl Anderson, literally looked like a random dude from the crowd. yeah. Anderson and Gallows are are I don't they don't yeah Luke yeah, Gallows. Luke Gallows. They're they're sort of. They've been Styles henchmen like since before the WWE. They're like they're they're friends. They used to like travel together in Japan. That's their thing. Uh, uh, by the way, so Drew McIntyre. Can I just because he just throws out yeah. Le- Lesnar. So when I start watching wrestling again, uh, in like twenty sixteen, I think it was twenty fifteen, whatever it is. Um, Drew McIntyre joins a joins something called Three uh, MB, and he is a. Oh, I saw people referencing that last night, but I didn't know what it was. Hold on. Uh, he he's like the biggest jobber of oh no sorry twenty twenty thirteen, um he's the biggest jobber of like the last zillion years like he's in a group with two guys it's like three B is like the biggest losers they just come to get annihilated for people to make fun of them and then they got fired then they 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 released him from his contract in twenty fourteen he had he had like started off WWE like Vince thought he'd be a big star but he flamed out right away and now he's coming back six years later and he's winning the Royal Rumble it's crazy. Like he literally, he was literally like, like the biggest joke, and then they let him go, and they don't even fire people often, and he worked his way back up to being to winning the Royal Rumble. It's kind of an amazing story. Spoiler. Sorry. Um. Yeah. By the way, uh, live uh, news. Uh, Fader just responded. He's. I said, "Yo." He said, "Sup." So what am I asking him? If he wants to record a podcast right now. If he wants to come on and give us five minutes on the Royal Rumble, yeah. Call in or something. I don't know. Yeah, so then The Miz comes out next. You know The Miz, right? I've heard the name. He was on The Real World. The Miz and AJ Styles are sort of The Miz was the so The Miz no, The Miz and Dolph Ziggler get confused. They're sort of the same guy. Dolph uh, Ziggler they said has been in the guys. most Royal Rumbles ever. He's often like the third to last one to get eliminated. He's like good enough for that, but he's never good enough to get the you know, the championship shot at WrestleMania. He has been a champion before, but I guess if you stick around for 15 years, pretty much everyone has been. Uh, the Miz was on the Real World, and he was shtick was he would t- on the Real World. He talk about how he'd be in the WWE, and then he like accepted it, and now he's been in the WWE for like fifteen years. It's kind of he's built like an amazing career. It's kind of crazy. Like you say, Anderson Gals were jokes, but then the biggest event of the night. Do you remember Edge from the nineties at all, or no? You had never heard of him. No, I have no idea who Edge is. But the crowd. So I had number twenty one. Ah, so th- I don't know who this guy is, but the crowd went absolutely bonkers, bonkers including the people I was yeah. watching with. I thought he looked like Hugh Laurie on steroids. Yeah, the look. Listen, if you know what Jericho, Chris Jericho looks like, who's his contemporary? These okay. guys. Oh wow, I have heard of Chris Jericho. So this guy's old. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like they they look like uh, they've they've you know seen better days. Um, Edge is how old is he? Edge Edge is 46, and he looks 46. So that's. I mean, isn't Lesnar 42? Yeah, but Lesnar at at 82 would still beat up Le- with like you know what I mean. Lesnar has like a look. Um, I think Lesnar's like a grandfather or a step grandfather. Um, yeah, so the Edge um, Edge comes out and he's got great um, he's got a great intro song that was always like one of his things. So you hear the you, you know you think you know me and then people just go and it had been rumored but I think people thought the rumor was fake. People went absolutely bananas, right? Edge yeah. uh, that's the biggest the, the biggest one I can remember of the last 
10 years. So somebody that he, he literally hadn't wrestled in nine years. He retired. He had he like broke everything in his neck. He, he, he literally retired a real retirement. Uh, listen, the truth is if you want to wrestle the Royal Rumble, like you could just play fight for a few minutes and then get thrown out once. The question is, is he... Yeah, but he hung around for 25 minutes. Yeah, he hung around for a long time. I don't, did he take a lot of huge bumps? I'm not sure. He, yeah, I guess he probably did, right? He, he was actually spearing people. So, yeah. So I, I assume he's back to wrestle. I don't think it was a one-night-only thing, but... Um, yeah, but that was exciting. Uh, you know, it's fun to have somebody back. The biggest pop uh, before this of the last 10 years, the Rumble, was AJ Styles was an independent wrestler who had been rumored for years to come, but then, like, nobody thought he was coming, and then he just showed up in the Royal Rumble... And people went absolutely insane. And he immediately became like a big star. Uh, the other one is John Cena, who, if you notice, is not in the picture right now. He's filming movies. The Rock style. Um, Cena came back from injury really early and was number 30 at a Royal Rumble MSG. And, the, and like they tore the roof off the place when he came out and won it. Uh, any news from the fades? Uh, yeah, he says, can he call? Uh, should I just have him call my office? Yeah, and we'll put yeah him sure. Have him call you. Yeah, it'll probably be bad. We'll just have him for five minutes. Okay, give me one second. All right, so while, while we wait for him, so yeah, so the edge comes out. Yeah, the crowd goes. It's just edge. It's that. It's he's not you two guy. He's not the. That's uh, the edge. No, this just, is edge. Just edge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then King Corbin comes out. He we had, had seen him already. Yeah, we had seen the King Corbin. Episode also. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then then Matt Riddle. King Corbin who, is like a uh, failed like a Arizona Cardinal practice squad player. Yeah, Matt Riddle said that Amir uh, Amir Benar said that Matt Riddle looks like a '90s Swedish pop. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he's a little more jacked yeah. than that, but yeah, Matt Riddle. He's right, NXT. He's we, not at the main a level yet. From, from Tories. So, uh, um, uh, keep yeah. one second. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Is this uh, the fades? You are uh, on the podcast right now, fades. So welcome. you want to Skype him in? Great to be here. We want to hear. Uh, give us some of your uh, your uh, takes from uh, from the Royal Rumble last night. I think that, especially watching it with some fans who, who don't watch wrestling often or maybe not at all, <laughs> like like me, like you. Uh, I don't know if you spoke about it yet, but the, the Royal Rumble match, the Royal Rumble match itself, was one of the better. Um, matches in terms of like storytelling sure. and, and, and writing and the way they, they scripted the entire thing that I've that I've ever seen. Um, it just really held my interest from like start to finish. Um, they started like the first they did they did in like two acts. Like the first act was like Brock Lesnar just coming in and destroying everybody and then Drew McIntyre who eventually won the Royal Rumble Spoiler. stood up to Brock help with the help of a low blow got Brock out and then the second half of the Rumble was the story of Drew McIntyre kind of surviving all these other big names. So it was, it was really well done. The rest of the card I didn't like so much. And you also had McIntyre in our pool, right? So it was a win-win for you. It was a win-win for me. But And there was, there was like, buzz online about, and I have to admit I have kind of haven't been following WWE closely leading up to the Royal Rumble. I was kind of waiting for the Royal Rumble to, to rejuvenate me, which it did. But there was buzz about Drew McIntyre that he's like going to finally get the push that people have wanted him to get. Um, you know, you could see his body. He's, he's just, he's got this, he's huge. Um, but but uh, I, I didn't believe the buzz because it never seems to happen for these guys. And, and it happens. So I'm kind of happy for that. And I think that's, that's interesting going forward. Yeah, uh, who are you rooting for, Fades? Who was he yeah, rooting for? Yeah, who was he rooting for? Oh, yeah. So Akiva's asking who, because he can't hear you because we're ah. doing this idiotic system. With the, uh, Akiva's asking who were you rooting for during the match? So, I mean, it, it was it, it became a thing where I was rooting for Drew McIntyre to win it. But but you always you always root for like the underdog. Like people that were left were Roman, Randy Orton, Edge, who was a nice comeback story, but. I don't necessarily want him to win. It's enough that he came back. AJ Styles got hurt, apparently, legitimately, so they had to throw him out early. Who knows what he was supposed to do. Oh, really? Oh, that wasn't scripted? No, we didn't know that. That, that, that was not scripted. Um, that's If you watch it back, apparently he like went over to Edge and said, throw, throw me out, i got to get out of here. So that's why he was out so quick. Um, 
But yeah, I was rooting for Drew McIntyre because I had money on him and because he was the kind of the darling pick. So it, it all worked out, and it was well—it was just a well-told story. Like the, the Drew Brock match at WrestleMania, I think is going to be—it could be real fire. It could be good if they build it up right. Well, ask Ask Faze what else is exciting him about the WWE right now? Because I'm not excited about anything in particular, really. So you weren't excited by the Royal no. Rumble. I thought the Royal Rumble was great, but now, like going forward, what excites him? Like which which people is he really excited about? Or like you know? And all right, so fades. W- w- yeah, which guys are you really excited for going forward? Um, I think I think the Drew Brock thing is going to be great, and then I think they could do something. I'm curious what they'll do with a guy like like Kevin Owens at WrestleMania and Samoa Joe, who are both kind of, I, I, in my head, I put them like right next to Drew McIntyre in the same, like, they're, they're just a tier below the, the main stars. Um, so I, I wonder, what, you know, now that they're giving Drew the push, I wonder what they'll do with KO and Samoa Joe, both of them, at WrestleMania. But yeah, I'm excited about what they'll do with Edge. If they'll be like a dream match, and I'm o- I'm always looking for Daniel Bryan something great out of him, and and, and that match was he seriously hurt or not seriously hurt? Who Daniel Bryan? Yeah, at the end of his match, remember where the ref said to help carry him out, and I think not not seriously hurt. Okay, I don't think so. So all those guys I'm looking forward to. All right, Keith, you got it. No, I, well, our, I can't speak to him. Guest. So, and anybody on the women's side that that Fades is excited about? No, he's got to get back to doing lawyer work. He says okay. also. So, all right. Uh, well, Fades, thanks for joining us and thanks for hosting last night. Let's not forget the women. Uh, Charlotte Flair did a good job. That's it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Chester, Chester was trying to forget the women. <laughs> all right, thanks. Good to be on here for one. All right, so we had a uh, quick cameo. Yeah. Appearance. Similar takes to what I had, uh, the phase that uh, just so the last six people. So Randy Orton, he's like the ultimate bad guy that seems like he's an actual bad guy in real life. Uh, well, he looks like a mix of like a rod, yeah, and like and with like a wrestler's yeah. body kind of. Yeah, he's like evil, I think, on the show and in real life. Uh, he's yeah. He and Edge were gone for like fifteen yeah, minutes. He's then he screwed over Edge. Yeah. Uh, it, like that, that thing was whole, like very predictable. Uh, he's always in the end. He had, must have in his contract. Like he needs to be like one of the last people, four people left. He always needs like a singles match at the main pay per views, and he always ruins it. Like he has one move where yeah. he has like a cool arcade of nowhere, but uh, there's no story. He's who cares if he wins? He o- he's already won twelve times, like the championship. Um, oh wow! So. Uh, then Roman Reigns comes out. Roman Reigns is like the star nowadays. He's the the yeah. number one guy. Um, he you know came back from leukemia, so he used to be booed a lot, but he was still like the people uh, person people have the most opinion on. But now he's uh, you know much more down the middle to liked. Uh, but he wasn't going to win this year. He, I think he was kind of the favorite, but um, he he has just won it. Um, I thought, and maybe this is just the people I was watching with, but I thought McIntyre was the favorite once Brock got thrown out. Once Brock gets thrown out, like, but I think going into the night, I thought maybe Reigns was the favorite. I'm not sure. I didn't see any betting lines. Because betting lines for the WWE are often spoilers because it's scripted. And sometimes it does change and sometimes bad information leaks. But I, you got to avoid them. Kevin Owens is this, is this like fat Canadian guy who's like delightful, really good on the mic. Problem is a lot of these guys are very good wrestlers nowadays but aren't necessarily – Great entertainers, you know, like rock style, you know, they could sing a song, tell a story. Uh, but Kevin Owens is both. He's really good. He's a great heel. I love him. Uh, Alistair Black comes out. Uh, his shtick is, I don't know what. He's a Dutch guy who's a pretty good wrestler, but I'm not fascinated by him. Samoa Joe is great. Similar to Kevin Owens, but, a, you know, very powerful big guy. Not a great, I mean, a good personality. Uh, and then Seth Rollins, who was... Uh, who is a huge star. The fans right now are not into him, it seems like. Him, Rollins Reigns, and Dean Ambrose, who's no longer in the WWE, were like the three main guys. They were uh, they came in as a tag team, um, the Shield, and they never really... Alex, you're still here? They they never they never really had... like People always thought, like, oh, they need to have a triple threat match at WrestleMania. It never happened. Dean Ambrose got sick of the WWE left. He's now at the... There's competition that's on like TNT every week that's owned by the Jaguars owner family. Um, and so he's part of that with Chris Jericho and some other people. And, um, 
so yeah, Seth Rollins comes out, but those guys all get thrown out, and then eventually the final four is Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, um, who else? Uh, the the Edge or Edge and Drew McIntyre, and the announcers point out at that point, Alex, that everyone has won a Rumble ex- already except for Drew McIntyre, and I think at that point you realize McIntyre is going to win because otherwise there's no story. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. no reason to point. When that they out. got to the final four, yeah. There's no reason to point it out. I mean, like, Edge. Not so Edge obviously wasn't going to win. He made it yes. that far. That yeah. He's not going to be in the main event. You have to figure like, winning means they will be in the main event of WrestleMania. It just doesn't make any sense to put a guy like that in a long match. Yeah. Now Seth Rollins comes in at number thirty. By the way, he looks sort of like Kevin Love with long. Okay. Hair. Um, he comes in with a bunch of catchers, which is obviously what you want to do. Yeah. But then, and his guys catch him once, I think, when he gets thrown out. But then they yeah, all Occam leave, and it doesn't make any sense. Why yeah, I, I guess somebody made them leave, you know. It's strict rules. <laughs> a lot of security ringside. So, yeah, they made him go. Yeah, no, so it, it was it was an entertaining match. Um, I mean, some of, some of the uh, the one-on-one matches really drag. Yeah. So you really need, like, guys. And the fades is match. right, uh, and I sort of said this, too, but it's like, it was a very clear story. It was like, Brock Lesnar's going to destroy people, then he's going to get thrown out, and then it's like mostly, you know, a few jobbers, but then, like, the big guys come in. And it was clearly Drew McIntyre's night. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think this compelled you to like watch WrestleMania, right? No. Yeah. So I, I just don't think they have like an it person right now. They have a lot of really talented wrestlers, a lot of B plus people. I don't think they have an A plus player. I mean, I would have seen more of Brock. And Brock even had a little bit of personality. He started dancing to the music. He was laughing as these guys yeah. came out against the him. Brock. Brock is a real like. Um, uh, what not? I was gonna say renegade. Like, uh, he's he's just there for the money. Like, he's very open about it. He gets paid like a ludicrous amount of money and doesn't. Ha- he doesn't show yeah. up on like every Monday Night Raw. Like, he's there for like a very yeah. set number of of nights a, a year. But I like I would have liked to see Brock as like the Mountain on Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, Brock Brock his matches feel like they make them into UFC fights. They make them uh, feel much different than every every other WWE fight. Sometimes they're really short. Yeah. Uh, like sometimes he just like f f fives people eight times and then it's a forty second match and he pins them, um, mm-hmm. or Goldberg did it to him once. And like, uh, yeah, but his matches are a different level of import. Like he is, if you did tiers of the WWE, he is on his own tier with nobody else. I guess maybe the Undertaker, but you know he's not really active. Maybe he shows up once a year for WrestleMania. Um, but there's nobody on that Legends tier. Maybe if Cena came back, he'd be on that tier. But like it's a tier just or you know in the Rock, but the Rock hasn't hasn't wrestled in a bunch of years. Uh, yeah, so there you yeah. go. That was the Royal Rumble. Yeah, all right. That's fun to do once a year. Uh, all right, we already dropped our Patreon episode for the week. Um, well, I was proposing, and I was proposing this would be the Patreon episode, and then we were going to release Doctor Jen on the regular feed. No, this no. I, I said when we started this, we said whatever the normal episode would be should be the regular episode. So let's make this the regular episode. Oh, I thought you said you wanted me to release that. Well, you can. I think you could release that. Oh, you you can. Re- well, we can talk about it offline. Well, we can't have two regular episodes in a week and not. A well, episode. that was a Patreon episode. We're just like letting people for one little chunk of the bracket hear it. I don't know. We could talk about it offline. I, I don't have a strong okay. opinion either way. Um, All right. Yeah, that's it. I got to do a, a Curb podcast later. Mm-hmm. You watch Curb ready? Give me a, a five second review of, of the Curb episode. It, it was it was very much a setting up episode. They're setting up a lot yeah. of things for for the rest of the season. Yeah, you know there was a few funny lines. It, there weren't as many LOLs as the first episode, but I thought it was good, and I didn't understand people who were hating on it. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. I already have to talk about it for an hour, so I'm not gonna go too deep there. Wait. So you guys are doing a weekly podcast? No. Now? I we're just doing this. We're doing this week, and then we'll see. I don't think we'll make it all ten. But Rob Rob had uh, Rob had said let's just do this week. We're also do we're doing the mailbag also. So we're doing. Uh, Curb and the mailbag. I'm be, wait, you're doing Curb. You're talking about Curb for an hour as part of an app? Or you're doing no, we're, we're recording. Once we're recording one thing, we're just going to do, you know, we'll do, the Curb podcast isn't long. So we're going to do Curb and the Renat mailbag with uh, with a guest who's coming on the mailbag. I'm totally confused. All right. Uh, okay. uh, anything else? All right. All right. Yeah. So sad, sad week with Kobe gone. Um, happy week if you like Drew McIntyre or Scotland. <laughs> um, yeah. John Bolton's book sales. What about John? But I like. Does anybody read those books? Those like newsy books. I feel like people scrape like the two news, the he, you know newsworthy headlines. They're on Twitter within two seconds. Like, does anybody actually buy those books? I, I my opinion is that nobody buys those. I books. bought a lot. I bought a lot of them. That, but like, they have no value. Like th- those books. Like that's crazy to buy those books. It's a waste of money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to buy Bolton's book because you know he's kind of an ass. But has Obama not written a book yet? I feel like that's you. You know what? If Obama hasn't written a book, you know what that means. Well, he wrote he wrote two books. Before no, I'm saying, but like since then, because the Obama book is will be like the biggest book. 
Yeah, well, they had a book deal. What's cr- him and Michelle? He must be so rich, deal. Obama, because for him not to release a book, which is eight figures, means he must have so much money he doesn't even need to do it. No, he did. He, did. he does have a book deal. I think he maybe just doesn't. Well, but it. you don't really get the money until the book comes out. Like at a certain point, you have oh, to well, give back I the money. Think, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's desperate for the. That's what I'm saying. He must be so rich because this book is is like you know uh, starting NBA you salary. Know, he literally hadn't finished paying his his student debts though while he was in the Senate. Yeah, but yeah, but after you become president, it, it is kind of a, it's kind of amazing that be- becoming a politician magically makes you rich. Uh, well, I mean, if you become the most powerful man, sure. Life, then I think it makes sure. sense that yeah. Speaking of the most powerful, so I was talking about Instagram followers before. So Trump does not have a big Instagram following. I mean, it's for many reasons. One, like old men do not do well on Instagram. Two, uh, there's less politics on Instagram than there is on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and also, he's pretty clearly not running it. Like it's in his voice, but I'm sure it's a social media person, one of his aides. Um, but it's crazy. Like the third to go to. Can you go to Donald Trump's Instagram right now? You. I know you don't want to, but it's like because there's a visual thing. This is how we're ending the podcast today. All right, Donald Trump Instagram. Okay, yeah. so you're on his, and it's like blue check mark. It's it's an official one. It's it's real. Donald so explain Trump like says, the yeah. fourth to last, the one with Obama. Explain it. Oh, with him looking through the window. Yeah. You're saying? No, he did this on Twitter. Oh, also. I didn't see it on Twitter. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, he tweeted. He tweeted this. Oh, okay, out. because I did not like. Usually, if he has something insane, like it comes across my sort of. Uh, desk. No, no, he tweeted this out. But it did. But it didn't like make any news. Like it's just funny. Like the like the president of the United States is tweeting a picture of the previous president, like spying on him, and literally nobody cared. Like it made it did not even make a ripple in the ocean. I didn't know it existed until I happened to stumble upon his Instagram I mean, page. What what could Trump do? Nothing. Nothing. We're would, so because yeah. uh, I was thinking about like compiling the top ten, and that, it's not appropriate really to do now the day after uh, Kobe dies. But like the top ten news stories post nine eleven, uh, and. The, Obviously, like Trump as a story is one, but like every every single day, something happens that would be like number thirty of any other presidency. But it, you won't even remember next week. Like we won't even remember this yeah. conversation. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. just wild. Someone should come. Now every day he gets away with five things that no one. No one in the history of the world, no one has ever gotten away yeah. with. Like his first tweet about yeah. Kobe yesterday. If Obama did that, would have been impeached. And it happened to be like he did like. He did have a much, which I'm sure somebody else wrote, like a much, much, much better second Kobe tweet. Uh, which wait, what was his first Kobe? It tweet? was like Kobe and three other people died. Nobody was reporting three other people died. Uh, like so sad, what a tragedy! Exclamation! It was like very insensitive, not not anti Kobe at all, but very insensitive, easily uh, easily fact checkable, wrong information. And then he had a second t- uh, tweet, which was probably one of the better tweets of his, of the last of his last five years, which I'm sure he did not write. Um, but anyway, it's just 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 uh, an interesting observation. If someone, it's not funny now, but if in like fifteen years someone compiles like the thousand craziest things Trump did, maybe you'll look back and be like, "Oh yeah, that's insane! Like I can't believe this happened." Yeah, no. I, historically, it'll be hard to believe any of this happened. Uh, yeah, I don't think our gr- Hope, hopefully, unless it's created a new reality, which is. I, I think it has. I think it's created a new reality where like oh, that's where now you can do whatever you want. I don't <sighs> think it'll go back to being like. Uh, you know, very buttoned up like Obama, George Bush stuff. I was about to say something, but extraordinarily insensitive, so I won't say it. Yeah, no, that's not sad. But I, I think it will creep. Or should I say it anyway? No, don't say it. Don't, there's no reason. We're ending on yeah. a... All right. All right, Kiwi. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. What I live for? Basketball, beats and bras. From Italy to the U.S. Yes, it's raw. I'm in search for the one that make my wealth feel poor. Who can ignore the spotlight life of grandma? Am I done for? Have I found the ore? Should I search there? There's plenty of women with sex appeal when it's failed. Can they complete the package? All I date is actresses to play it safe to them. My money ain't bait, but I must take risks to find a honey that's legit. Whether she push a bucket or six bucks with some mad chips. Out of her own or live out of mom's and pop's home. Rocks top fashion, Adidas attire, or Timbo. I don't know, yo, these women come and go Like the wind they blow, how do I know it's you for show? When God talks to me, give me a signal But until then, all my ears hear the steady flow, come on Cash. My name fame, drop top, bends with a wooden dash You know my stash, <laughs> withdraw G-Cash Platinum, US Express, no paper cash Spend it all now, I can't still be rich cash If it's half stocks and bonds, laugh when it crash Are you the type to brag when jewels
bougie flash. Type tight with your ex man that pushes jack. Type that love no scrubs, her pigeons and got mad. Type that can't stand a woman with her own cash. You know, like Lauren, but claim she ain't rap. Type to get loud in public, refrain my hand from a slap. No time for y'all. Too busy for y'all. Plenty of dimes turn me on, then turn me off. Try to show off. Get lost, grow up. Real women, roll up. Let yourself go. If you feel this, let me know. Come on. That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.